<laughs> Hello, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Evie, and we are two gals here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health, and self love. Twice a month, prepare for no filter and pure honesty, covering everything from improving your mental health to discovering your body. Welcome to Christian the Best, a conversation with Charlotte, one half of Les Talk, discussing sexualization of lesbians. Ooh, hello! Ooh. Hello! How are we doing? All good. Good, how are you? Yeah, good as can be. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, how are you coping with lockdown? It's it's been tough. Um I freelance so it's been really a kind of a roller coaster ride like getting work. I was getting work and then lockdown came then I've lost it. So mm. it's been very hard in terms of like just keeping sane. Um I've been mm. playing a lot of Sims. Um <laughs> nice. Yeah. We both I, love Sims. Yeah. My new aspiration on Sims is to be the top lesbian. Um so oh. I'm trying to make her like famous so she can be the top lesbian in Sims. Um so I'll love let you know it. how it so oh, please, I'm really interested in your character's development. Yeah, she's she's level one at the moment in terms of fame, so yeah. we're making progress. Honestly, playing Sims on high fame has made me um, have uh, new sympathy for celebrities getting harassed. Because honestly, my Sims just trying to go home. Like she hasn't peed; she's about to wet herself, and the people are, like taking photos of her. Oh my god, Siri, I can't wait for that. I think I'm going to relish in that though. I'll be like, yeah, just pose, like hold it. No, no, like, you can do that. And you can, then you can also fight with the uh, with the paparazzi as well, which is really fun. Oh my god, I am so excited for this. Ooh, Thank you, you can, for... You can set um, entry levels to parties. So you can say, oh, only the most famous. Oh, that is so only only you can go to the party, basically. Oh, that sounds girl. like no way, you're not coming in. No, right. But then I'd feel bad because I've lived it and like I know the struggle. Like it is really hard. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait. I've been neglecting mine since I got a new computer. I haven't logged in. And oh my god, I, mine are probably dead. They don't, I, they don't I, okay. Yeah, I didn't know you could get famous. Yeah, no, that you they'll be fine, they'll just be missing you. They'll be yeah. like, Why is no one playing with no, me? I have had no purpose in my life for like, yeah. months. <laughs> you know, we can all relate to that. I just right had now. like twelve hours. I spent like twelve hours making the perfect house and I'm like I can't build yeah, it anymore. Yeah, I feel that. I do it's either I wanna play to build it or play to be like top lesbian basically. So it's like very two different <laughs> two different moods. I can confirm. Right. Now I have every single expansion pack, but it gets better when you have all the expansions. I've got every single no. one, but the ski slope one they've just brought oh, in. Yeah, they have a 50% sca- sale on at the moment. Um, so that's, I just brought all the packs. We are sponsored by Sims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, is this, is a, this is a Sims podcast, right? I'm in the right place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can appreciate your appreciation podcast. Yeah. Uh, Sims uh, forums on Facebook, so I'm, I'm serious. I need <laughs> oh to get in the, can you send me the link to these of Sims course. forums? I'm in four of them. <laughs> You're Perfect. In everything. I know. I really like the uh, community uh, feel in it. It's forum well, queen. No, you- yeah so I'm one half of Les Talk which is a lesbian podcast that I do alongside my girlfriend um we actually had you guys on it um and basically we we just basically talk about being a queer woman and what that entails and exploring different topics from a lesbian point of view and we invite queer women to on the podcast to share their point of view um, I also have founded a platform called Unite UK, which is an LGBTQ plus online publication um, that basically just looks at sharing LGBTQ plus voices, really. Um, and we speak to people around the world to just show like a real narrative of what it means to be queer. Um, so, yeah, Amazing. that's like a brief summary of the yeah. of the work I do within the community. Yeah. Amazing. And we've uh, yeah, obviously been on your podcast before. That was a good one. Um, yes. So we're glad to finally host you on ours. I know, I'm really excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so yeah, I think I know the know. answer to this next question, but have you ever been sexualized as a lesbian? 
all all the time so obviously lockdown has been really great because I haven't had it as much so at the start of the year I could have come up with all these like angry quotes and stuff um but obviously I haven't haven't experienced it and I've changed my settings on social media so previously I would experience like a lot of sexualization towards my relationship if I'd post a picture online um but I've shared like changed my settings so now I don't experience that as much it's really dropped um and that's just from me basically you know on Instagram when you can put like a certain keyword in um I've had to literally type the word in lesbian so people won't comment like things about lesbians so it's like I've had to monitor my own posts and like kind of like suppress comments um to try yeah it's it's one of those like I shouldn't have to do it but I'd rather do it because Mm -hmm. the outcome of what yeah Yeah. um and I've had to do that all across my platforms because it only takes one platform one post sorry to expose you to individuals and you just get trolled so badly um but yeah yeah sadly I I have been sexualized on many occasions um Mm. and it's been it's been horrible experiences to be honest they're never never pleasant yes yeah Yeah. I completely understand I only had it briefly uh because I've only had one uh female partner um and yes I remember if it was ever brought up or I remember in a in a club, and I said, "I'm sorry, I have a girlfriend." And they're like, "Oh, well, why did you?" Yeah. Oh, threesome. <laughs> I one of the experiences that um, stands out and is is probably one of the worst experiences in terms of just morale, like that person's morale. Mm. Like they're they're conscious. Really, he pretended to be a gay man um, oh. to speak to me, to, just to speak to me. I was on my own. Um, and Ashlyn was somewhere else um it was in like a bar and he was saying I was like oh I have a girlfriend he was like oh I'm gay and I was like oh I feel like you automatically drop your guard a little yeah, bit you feel safe. Yeah. I feel that as well and you just feel safe you're like, yeah. oh, you can dance me then yeah and it was just like oh he's, he was gay like it's fine and we're just having a conversation and he was like oh so what toys do you use and I'm like what do you mean like I don't understand so he, was asking, he was asking that he was like have you ever had a threesome and stuff and then his friend came over and we was just chatting to his friend because at this point I still thought he was he was gay um and I was like oh your friend's gay and we was just chatting he was like he's not gay and I was like what do you mean then his friend was trying to get on with me oh. um so all they did I just stood there and just screamed for Ashlyn I was like Ashlyn help me <laughs> I didn't know where she was oh. um and she came running over bless her and this guy we got him kicked out for being a creep yeah um good. but it was just a horrible I, it was a horrible experience um because I thought I was in a safe mm-hmm. like I thought it was in yeah. a safe conversation and he completely betrayed that trust um and I just think what person does no. that like it, I don't I don't understand what he thinks he's going to achieve either, yeah saying oh yeah by the way I'm not do you want to get with me like what exactly yeah exactly I remember it was just it was just so so weird and it's just there's been so many experiences and it's sad to think that I'm not alone in it um it's such a Mm. such an experience that is so widespread and so many queer women um go through and so many women go through it I don't think it's just a lesbian or queer woman thing I think a lot of women Mm. do get sexualized um I just think queer women experience it a little bit more um yeah in their day-to-day life I know, it, I, not that I was ashamed mm. to say that I had a girlfriend, but I knew as soon as I was about to say it, um, I had my guard up ready, like, oh, what are people going to say? Oh, but you don't look yeah. like a lesbian. Like, oh, okay, well, not actually a Well, I'm not actually Yeah, it's... You just, you're ready for it, like, what are they going to say? Is it going to be creepy? Is it going to be intrusive? I shouldn't have to yeah, I know. Yeah, to I know it sounds... It sounds bad, but I, whenever I go to a straight bar, I'm ready for a fight. Not like ready, like I'm going to yeah. beat someone, but I'm ready in terms of like, I have my guard up and I'm ready to mm. go in with that like protective instinct. Um, and that's, it's just so much emotional trauma that I just don't go into them anymore. I try to avoid it. All bar one is literally my hell. Like, <laughs> I, I hate it. It's like prime like revs as well. Yeah, like, oh, slug and lettuce kind of people. Yeah, just like those vibes. I avoid. It's just you know who, who's going to be in there, and I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to vibe with that. And um, it's frustrating yeah. that saying that you have a boyfriend is taken more seriously than saying either I'm not interested or even saying that you have a girlfriend. Because uh, when someone yeah. a random person comes up to you and tries to talk to you and you don't want to engage. Either because you have a girlfriend and you feel guilty or you don't want to, or just because you just don't want to talk to a stranger. 
they won't accept, oh, I have a girlfriend, because that immediately opens up for a conversation in their eyes to ask you about stuff and make very inappropriate remarks. And Definitely. It's the fact as well that people have to make stuff up, like, oh, oh I do have a boyfriend even when you don't. The fact that people won't respect the decision. Yeah, it's we've yeah. we've been in situations where people have asked like, "Are we sisters?" And I'm like, "That is so gross!" Like you've probably just seen us kissing. Like, why are you asking we're sisters? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we we at some stages we just say yes to protect ourselves because it's either an older man and which just us two on our own. Like we have to sometimes yeah. choose our battles, and that's really wrong. But like sometimes we can't step up and defend ourselves because yeah. we at the end of the day we're two women, and if there's a large big man like the odds of it he can mm. easily hurt us the more than what we can do to him mm. not that he would ever get to that point um but the rea- that's the reality of it sometimes you have to think like that um like yeah and be prepared i think again that's just like as a woman thing it's not if you're a woman on your own um mm. you just got to look after yourself and we have to sadly live in a world that puts yeah. us in these situations yeah. and as well um considering all of that we're actually quite privileged as like, you know, white women and being lesbians is more accepted than being maybe a, a male a gay couple or trans or even interracial hetero couple. Like immediately, like we're still in a more privileged position, but we're still being harassed as well. So I can't even imagine yeah. what they must go through. Definitely. I think mm. one one situation that comes to light when you say that, we were, we was in Barcelona and we saw this gay male couple and they were holding hands, they were getting off. And I said, I turned to Ashton and was like, oh, sick. Like, this place is really accepting. We're safe here. Like, we're going to be fine. Mm. We can be visible. We held hands and I kid you not, within five seconds, someone was shouting at us. Oh. And it was just like, oh, oh wait it's it's okay because like we were being sexualized and it was very much like the place might be accepting but two women together we were like zoned in it was like there was a piece of shit and a fly came right to it within like five (laughs) seconds and like we were that sad of the shit that it's like but yeah it's it's very different when we talk about acceptance like lesbians may be accepted but they're sexualized constantly and Mm -hmm. I think that's the way I see it, lesbians are accepted, but they're sexualized. And is that really acceptance? Um, because point. for me, it's yeah. not. Because um, mm. if I'm being sexualized, I'm not being accepted. Um, yeah, it's like just because you're not being shouted at in like horribly with like derogatory terms, you're still. Yeah. They're not leaving you alone. They're yeah. Just letting you get on with. Yeah. And yeah, and it's, it's how they might um, when they're seeing like a, a male male couple. And being like, okay, I accept that. That's fine. Um, it's because they either don't want to say anything out of, I don't know, fear, fear that, that these men are going to like punch them back, whereas a woman might not. Or yeah, they're just like, okay, well, this is a happy. I guess thing. also, mm, also like acceptance. I guess is different as well as attraction. Like they're like, I yes, accept yeah. you, but I also want to fuck you, so I'm going to be inappropriate. And yeah, be, yeah. It's very much it's very much to um in my opinion to why this is such a problem is to do like media so the porn industry is mm-hmm. key key into why everyone is obsessed with lesbians and I also think that just how the media portrays women so in like a very sexualized version there's like so like clickbaiting not like queer baiting going on sorry in like movies where mm-hmm. women are like tease that they're going to be together but they're not but it's like very sexualized when they do like do that teasing so it's all these little things that combined build this picture of what a lesbian is and it's so wrong um but again like it's one of those things where you just have to learn how to navigate um and seeing that as a as a lesbian it's like oh my god do I have to do these things to order to be a right like to fit Mm, in um so yeah exactly and it's it's super yeah it's almost like they think yeah, like if you're a lesbian, that means you're open to anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it means I'm attracted to women, not that <laughs> oh, I'm attracted to women, but also I'm game for threesomes every time. Yeah, like, time. and also <laughs> like if you ask me if I'm straight, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, I'm straight now. Let's go. Like it's <laughs> it's so not the case. Um, and it just how the media portrays like queer women is it, it's not just the lesbian thing. I think it comes with I know bisexual women are ripped because mm. the promiscuous see oh my promiscuity there we go I'm saying it like that there we go (laughs) but like bisexual and pan women are dragged so hardly because they're it's like this thing oh they're attracted to men and women so we can play that and it's just like that is really played up in the media and I think that's very damaging because 
if someone is promiscuous, that's their business. It doesn't mean that's that's to do anything with their sexuality. Um, And I think that's where some people forget um, that sexual preference and sexuality Mm -hmm. doesn't come into that. It's that individual's choice to do whatever they want. It's nothing to do with them being lesbian, being bi. Um, But we live in a world where everyone's obsessed with what we are. (laughs) and they base their I know as a bi woman I've had like oh you're not with your girlfriend anymore so yeah I knew that was a phase like it's not a phase just because I now have a boyfriend uh I mean sometimes he gets this confused as well he says oh yeah you were a lesbian and now you're straight neither of those are right (laughs) (laughs) none of that's facts I'm with a man but it doesn't mean I'm not attracted to women it also doesn't mean that I'm gonna cheat Mm -hmm. on my boyfriend with a bunch of women like they do yeah. assume yeah. promiscuity um, in bi and pan, um, women especially. And oh, you're not picky. Or, yeah. And, and <laughs> I know that... yeah. Although she's the thing where if you... Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, like, if you say you're bi, but then you're like, oh, I've never actually been with a girl or I haven't actually been with a boy. And they're like, well, are you sure you are? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, if you haven't done it, are you sure? Like, yeah. Or, or if, you're, if you're gay, they're like, well, but have you tried this? How do you know you're not straight? Like- Definitely. Like I've I've never slept um I've never slept with a guy. Like Ashton's been my first and only partner. I don't know if that's cute or sad. I'm I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um but I've I've never been with a guy, so I've had people like come up to me and be like, Are you sure you're a lesbian? Like you've never tried it? And it's like, oh, I literally sure. know who I <laughs> I literally know, like I'm a hundred percent sure I'm gay. Um, and it's almost like, why do I need that validation to sleep with a guy to know? Mm. It's like me and Ashton were talking about it, it was actually virginity, but it's like this thing about virginity, like when when you sleep with a guy, like, oh, you're great. Yeah. Um, and that for me that never never applied. Um and I, I don't publicize that too much. It's it's who I am. I'm so holy. Um, but I don't publicize that so much because I don't want if I was to speak about it like publicly on social media, I just know what would come along yeah. with that um so I keep that one close to my chest um but yeah it's it's a very hard very hard like world to navigate sometimes just as a woman um Mm. and queer women adds an extra extra level to it and even people that have never Mm. been with any any partner sexually or intimately or however you want to phrase it even if when they say oh I'm a lesbian yeah you've never even kissed a girl like that shouldn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's one of those. You know like... what gets you going. You know what you're attracted <laughs> yeah. to. You don't need to have actually like. <laughs> yeah. No, you do. You do know what gets you going, and it's one of those things. Like if you say you're a lesbian, you're a lesbian, and that that should be yeah. it. It should never um, be questioned. It's also no one else's business. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Why, like, the fact they're asking it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, we've covered so, that you um, get sexualized yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, it's like one of those things that it, it happens quite a bit, um, especially if we are like in straight bars, which is kind of like said, like not that we should expect it, but if we go into a straight bar and if me and Ashton are visibly queer, I know that we're both femi-presenting mm-hmm. um, and that goes against us because we don't typically look like lesbians and it's almost like we're, say, yeah, yeah we, mm-hmm. we're almost like um, an attraction, like a fairground attraction. Everyone's exactly, like, oh my God, yeah. they're lesbians. And it's like this shock, like, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. even if sometimes, sometimes people can be really nice and they're like, we never would have guessed. And I've kind of learned that's an, more of an offensive thing to say because like, what is it do you want me to look like? Like, what yeah. do I need to do? And it's why one of the reasons why I put a slit in my eyebrow because I thought that's gonna that's gonna like tell people like I'm a lesbian. Um, but it really didn't suit me. Um, but like when we go into bars and if we're going to straight bars, it's just one of these things that I know someone's going to come up to us and either tell us that we're hot, that they accept us, but like it's really hard. It's just one of those things, and it's it's very demoralizing when it's taking you so long to accept who you are, mm-hmm. to then be sexualized. Um, I can't tell you how. It's also like, not your only trait. Like yeah, you oh, I never guessed. Oh, are you this? Yeah. Well, yes, I am. But as soon as they sexualize you, they're objectifying you, and when they objectify you, they're not respecting you as a human being. Just down to who you're into. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's so dehumanizing. Like I remember when it happened to me first in person, and it it I don't know. It did something to me that I just kind of like I felt numb to, and that's all I can describe it. Now, if something happens like it, I don't react anymore I just find I've just got acclimatized to it so much Mm. and I've learned how to 
get myself out of that situation because it's so soul crushing um, and it hurts you so much. And something that I did um, on Unite, I did a campaign where it was talking about the sexualization of queer women. Um, And we reached out to 25 people, 25 queer women globally, whether they were on their own or in a couple. And we basically Mm. just asked them to share their topic, like share how they've been sexualized. And the campaign reached over like 200,000 people. Like naturally we had no marketing behind it. Um, it was just like these people having genuine discussions about how it how it affected them, and I think mm-hmm. it's such it's such a topic that happens in society, and it, it's heartbreaking because it makes you feel like you don't want to go out. Um, at its very worst, I wouldn't want to go out. I don't want to experience it. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, Ashen mm-hmm. loves the party, so she was like, "We're going out." Um, <laughs> but if it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't for that mentality, I don't know. Maybe like I would have got so anxious about it that I would have mm-hmm. allowed it to rule my life. But luckily, um, she's Irish. No stigmas here. But <laughs> she <laughs> she she made me go out, which was a, a blessing, I guess, um, because it could have had a really negative effect on how I ca- presented myself as a queer woman. Um, How do you deal with this constant, constant barrage of sexualization? Some, you know, whenever you're out. Sometimes, sometimes I do fight it. Yeah, like sometimes I do fight it. And I get like really angry. I think it's if I, if I'm feeling low, like if I was to have it in lockdown, I think I would I would go crazy at that individual. <laughs> I'd like blast them. Um, but when I'm feeling like great, I just ignore it, and it's so hard to just ignore it because like you're thinking mm. this person's like stripping your identity in a sense they're taking everything that you're proud of and making it something it's not yeah um yeah just something for them yeah and so Mm. basically the the best way I deal with it is just like I turn my phone off and I do something with Ash and I either play sims or I do something that's just going to make me happy and I live in the world where (laughs) being a lesbian isn't anything but being a lesbian what that means to me and I have to remind myself of what a lesbian is to me and forget what society Mm. is to society and it's really hard and it's taken me years to like master um but that's Mm. the only way I can kind of survive i guess with so, it so um, in person i guess out and um and they're in a just let i just let, let ashlyn like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what what's happened before so when when we've had it before um we've either called the guy out on it so another experience we was in i don't know it was like quite dark we was in a smoking area and it was quite dark and this guy approached us and he was asking like really weird questions about us and i was just saying to him like you you're really intimidating us now like you're a guy on your own approaching two women it's quite Mm. dark can you just leave us alone um please and he wouldn't so we got up and left so it's either just like calling them out on it like I feel like if you tell them that they're intimidating you or you tell them they're being wrong maybe some sort of like morals will set in and they're like oh wait I didn't mean to come approach like cross like that it's just my ignorance um that didn't happen in this case so (laughs) exactly (laughs) and it's like hopefully they live in hope yeah um but no I I normally just look at them really quietly and just like I just let them talk and like make say what they want and make their own choices with what's coming out their mouth and when they're finished I'll leave them to reflect on that without any response um or if I'm with Ashton she'll get quite angry very quick so I have to for their safety like drag her away yeah (laughs) I like I take her out of the situation for their safety um so I I walk away from it and I don't know if I should have that fight left in me, but I just don't want to fight it anymore. It's not mm. a part of who I it's am. Yeah. Mm. And if obviously someone was being really like degrading towards me and they were harassing me like to a degree where mm. I couldn't get away from it, I would face it head on. But I just don't think I, I'm not here to fight the world. I'm just here to live my life. And it happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happens that I'm a lesbian. It doesn't. I don't want to face everyone's ignorance. That's their problem, not mine. Problem, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm. Um, but I, I feel like you it... have like yeah. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. What was you saying? <laughs> I was just gonna say like you also because most I guess would face it on a night out and then they can put it to bed. But because you're online, you've got a big online presence. You then also got the comments in the back of your mind, or hopefully you can turn it off. But not always. No. And obviously, people online, they're a lot more confident. Oh, yeah. They will say what they want, but they would never say in person or in like a smoking area. No. I guess, I'm, yeah, that, that's another thing to navigate. I'm going through a phrase on my Instagram, and I don't know what's happening. A lot of women are sending me naked selfies. Oh. And I know, I've never, <laughs> I've never had it. So I went through a, a 
phrase where like loads of guys are sending me pictures and I was like oh this, not mm. common but it's more more known yeah. that this happens and yeah. in the last week I've had about three or four tip picks oh, and yeah. I don't know how to feel about it um because like these women like obviously it's like the accounts are spam and like they're mm. they're all posing as like lesbians but it's really strange like I've never had it before and I'm like oh my god what who's what have I done on online because I haven't been online mm. recently um I've only posted like a picture of my, me and Ashton and a selfie and I'm like where are all these women coming from like and sending me pictures so they're um, not really and I don't the spam ones they you never know it could be guys yeah well guys, well yeah. there's there's an actual thing that's quite well known like just well well known to me but I because I run Unite and when we were starting out in our infancy we would obviously connect with accounts and there's these large Instagram accounts that are ran by suspicious characters that I are going to think that they're men um Mm. and they are posting lesbian content and it's like these big like reshare platforms that reshare lesbian couples um and I found one of these big ones like basically talking dirty in the comments and sharing like porn and all this alongside pictures of like couples like they were resharing me and Ashlyn and I was like that's why I'm receiving so much sexualized Uh, content because I'm being reposted on these pages um and so I basically every time I get reposted I ask them to take it down I don't want to be on these pages anymore um Mm -hmm. because I think that's where a large number of these people are finding yeah like queer women to go on and type their fantasies and their dms so thankfully because of that and that safety precaution um I don't get as much but there was a stage Mm -hmm. where I was getting daily requests um for threesomes and it it just got disgusting it was just horrible I was like it it was so overwhelming I didn't know what to do I was like my phone would ping and I think it was a text from my friend and it wasn't it was a dick pic and I was like for fuck's sake like what what do I do and so that's Mm. why I have so many safety precautions on all my Instagrams now and social media because I just want to live my life (laughs) like is that is that Mm. simple like I just want to post a cute selfie of me and Ashton and be done with it I don't want any yeah backlash on it I find on my account as well where they're like oh um they ask a question they'll start off relating to sex ed and then it just ends up into a dick pic (laughs) 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 no this is not the right account for that (laughs) yeah some guy like was like I just have this really big issue and I was like oh what is it like my penis look at it you know what though sometimes like I do love the creativity of them I think we was at (laughs) me um me and Ashlyn got added to a group and I'm like so I don't know like if someone calls me pretty I'm like yes thank you I'm there like what do you want um and they they put um they named the group chat as queens and I was like saying to Ashlyn oh my god someone's called us queens in this group chat like I'm so in and then the guy was like, do you want to be our slaves? Like, and I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong chat. Like, I'm going. But I, I was like sucked in because they called us queens. I was like, yes, I love this. Um, turns out it wasn't the chat I, I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah. You should make that chat. Turns out, oh. I know. I literally, it's so sad. I, get, I got so excited and it was just it was nothing. Well, you are a queen. Yeah. We're all queens. Thank you. Yes, we all are. <laughs> So if you were trying yeah. to give so advice kinda... to someone else that experiences other queer women, are there any tips in particular you'd say, apart from maybe removing yourself from certain platforms if it really is affecting you? Um, I think in terms of advice, if someone's experiencing sexualization and it's really, I don't know, it's like on a mass scale and it's really starting to affect them, potentially you've got to look at that individual and worth, if it, is it worth basically having that discussion with them? Um, because sometimes you can't educate someone who doesn't want to be educated they obviously come into you um for that like hiss they're obviously I don't know they're messaging you for a reason and it's not the right reasons um so if you do want to fight them just make sure that you're aware and ready for the ignorance that you're going to get back um it might not always be the response that you want and it's basically it's homophobia at the end of the day in my opinion and Mm. it's just like you can't cure that is with education but you don't have to be the teacher um and you don't have to put that yeah. yourself through that emotional labor um that's something that I had to figure out myself um because I'd spend hours having these arguments with people about like homophobia and sexualization just general nasty comments and I spent mm. hours trying to 
trying to have these arguments and it would go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I know it's like pick your battle, but just know that you don't have to teach everyone in these situations. You can protect yourself. Um, I think it's really yeah. important to to remember and have your boundaries set. Yeah. yeah, and I think that applies to like quite a lot of stuff like racism and things like that. Like some these trolls as well, no matter what you say, they're not going to change. And they ultimately stand. you'll end up more in more pain. And sadly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, mm. definitely. Mm. Yeah. So what would you say to those who have um, sexualized you? Like, yeah, what is your go-to? If you could just argument? send a big old message to all of them. <laughs> oh, God. I think... <laughs> I think I would ask them to just open their eyes to what they're doing um, because at the end of the day, what they're doing is I'm someone's daughter, I'm someone's like sister, I'm, I'm someone's partner and it's like you're stripping me of my identity and making me something into I'm not. Um, just because what you see on your screens is your fantasy doesn't mean that I have to fit into those shoes. Um, leave what you're seeing on your screens on your screens and when you come into reality, realise that it's a real person that you're dehumanizing in Mm. a sense like we can't eradicate porn it's going to stay there forever um but we just have to be mindful that what you're seeing online isn't real um and it's yeah it's not real life yeah (laughs) and it's it's made for the male gays lesbians in porn is made with men in mind um lesbians real life can't be anything further from that Mm. um and so it's it's reminding them that what you see and what you think is a lesbian it's like forget everything you know about a lesbian and re-educate yourself on what it truly means to yeah. be a queer woman to identify as a lesbian and identify as queer remind yourself and educate yourself on those um I think that comes with educational LGBTQ plus topics yeah. um and I think that goes that statement could be put across the whole community really um because I think people allow their biases to judge others a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to being queer yes yeah, yeah just because it's about attraction doesn't mean it's all about sex and yeah yeah, yeah. you're right about yeah. education it make more inclusive uh sex education well i think probably is the way forward um and just definitely trying to instill just having respect and having boundaries um yeah i've i've had said to me before that um basically because i'm an attractive young woman and ashlyn is an attractive young woman that this is always going to happen we have to accept it um and that if we don't accept it we're going to be living our lives basically in utter dismay and I was like why should I accept that guys can't control themselves like why is that my problem why isn't it their problem problem, um and this was a grown man um and I was just like I can't I can't believe this is coming out your mouth like you're telling a queer like a young woman Mm. that you should allow men to sexualize you because that's just the way life is and that's just the way it is I'm like no you shouldn't I was like I got that I think that's one of the only times that I got quite upset because I was like I'm not accepting that this is going to be my life like if I have to campaign every day to say stop Mm. sexualizing me I will because yeah. why should my rights be you taken away because a guy yeah, yeah. It, sh- it was one of those but, things yeah but you are doing a pretty good job because when you, you google the sexualization of lesbians you are number one on that diva yeah. article so yes I wrote I wrote that when did I, I wrote that when I was really angry I don't remember mm. when it was but I remember just being really angry um at the world because I was like no one's talking about this no one's listening to me I feel so alone yeah. um mm-hmm. and since then I've seen like a lot of discussions happening which is great I don't want to say like I've started this because I don't think I have I, I think it's been talked about and thankfully I've been seen in like the diva article and stuff and I'm so thankful that diva mm-hmm. let me do that um but I think there's going to be so many stories that are going to be more important than mine that it's actually really affected people and they've been in horrible situations and it's mm-hmm. like those stories need to be dangerous great. yeah well exactly when you when you think about the attacks in London those two women on the bus mm-hmm. where those young boys yeah. attacked them because they wouldn't kiss um that's the reality of being sexualized like that that could be any any queer woman um yeah. and it scared that article what happened there and everything that scared us so much because we've been in situations like that yeah. um and yeah. it could have been us but thankfully touchwood it wasn't and that hopefully we yeah. never never have to do that and no other queer woman has to go through that um but that's, mm-hmm. that's the reality of what we're we're facing really and like you said they're grown yeah. men like how can they not control their impulses or control what they're about to say knowing that how 
yeah it it's they're like oh alcohol drugs i'm like no yeah. no Immoral. yeah this <laughs> this guy tried to say that i was drunk like that's why i kicked off and i was like you can get me sober if you want to and we can go again like yeah. it's, not, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not because i'm drunk it's because it's the reality and like i think i think people expect you when they bring to you like queer topics for you to like be submissive also and try and hear their opinion and sometimes I think an opinion's not an opinion if it devalues someone's life um and I think that's something that people need to realize when they're like oh I'll be devil advocate like don't be devil's advocate like it's someone's life that you're being yeah Yeah, I hate devil's advocates I'm just like shut up like I don't want to hear your opinion as well as the um, sexualization (laughs) and the like it's basically verbal abuse you might receive on any given night out is accepted because it's it's just so common and so almost normal mm-hmm. to be like, oh, two girls oh, are you're that's so hot. Fine. Oh, are you guys, yeah, it, are you guys yeah. sisters like, just trying to get Well, the amount of sexual assault that goes on. Yeah, like in a club and stuff. Like every single woman has been like sexually assaulted in a club. Yes. Yeah. Gone to a club. I've, like, I've only come to realisation <laughs> that I was like, it was on New Year's and I remember this man like touched me, but I didn't think anything of it. And I was just like, so, mm-hmm. so like, oh, that happened. But then I would think back now and I was like, he touched me too much and I was like why didn't I do something but it was just like you're so accustomed to it and something that I was noting pre-lockdown when we could go clubbing um when we was in like the gay clubs there was a lot of like straight men in there and I remember being with um these two girls that I call my moms um and they're they're a couple I love them and basically this guy was like coming on to me and they had to physically like get up into his face and be like leave her alone and that was in a gay club and I don't know he was straight I think and like if it wasn't like I would never go to a gay club on my own but I was so thankful that I had two friends that had the confidence to to say to this guy back up like leave her alone what are you doing um that's only happened a few times um in like gay clubs but the sad the sad thing is is like me um and Kaylee we went with some friends that we met when we were traveling and we went to GAY in London and that's the safest I've ever felt yeah like in a club but usually I I can't stand clubs just because it's just Okay, I may feel safe, especially like if I'm a straight. Everyone like, was know, so nice. But... I had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's just so much nicer. <laughs> you need to come to Birmingham. The clubs in Birmingham are amazing. Like when we've, I've had bad experiences in London. I've been turned away from gay bars because I look straight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've me and my girlfriend and these two girls that I call my moms. We went into. We was going to go into this um, pub. Bearing in mind, we're all in like power suits. I just want to add that. Um, <laughs> so, like so lesbian that like, you couldn't get any more lesbian and they're like yeah you four aren't coming in you're straight and we're like I literally looked at us and I was like I'm sorry have you never seen like a bunch of dykes before like how what do we need to do yeah everything that it was it was (laughs) so I I don't really go like I've had some I don't know like London's all right but I think you have to pick the clubs you go to and like as a queer woman Mm -hmm. had that experience in Birmingham um not that I'm saying Birmingham's better than London, there's no fights here. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like going to Birmingham, it's just a, a lot easier as a queer woman because there is a queer like woman space. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go there and it's like, it, I don't know, we're known there because we go there so much because it's the only bar that we go to. But it's just like, you feel, I feel safe as a queer woman going out in Birmingham compared yes. to London. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I guess that's just what I'm used to. I think I've only got yeah. one gay club in Portsmouth. Um, I've been there quite a few times, but there was one time I think I went with a bunch of friends and I wasn't with any partner at the time. And two guys did hit on me and I didn't really think about it because, you know, I'm bi. So I was like, oh, that was nice. Like, oh, I can't believe I met a guy here. (laughs) And then when I got home, I realized like, hang on a minute. Like, is it gay club? Why would he just come up to me and try and hit on me? Like, how do you? Yeah, it's kind of worrying why they're there. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. But you're right how they sort of target um target like uh the younger and the like more feminine uh lesbians as well they assume like oh maybe Mm. they're just here with their gay friend yeah it's kind of worrying that they're in there from my point of view it's like why are they in there like is it because like obviously me and Ashton feel comfortable in there so if we're kissing is there a guy in the corner like oh look at that like that's hot so it's like it's worrying to why why they're in there in the first place not that they can't be Mm. in those places but hopefully their intentions are in the right place if they're coming in there if they're going out for a it's night out, that's also fine. Because... But if they're there because mm. they're like, I want to watch some lesbians, like, getting off, then it's just sick. Yeah. It's sad also because if your only experience with men is in clubs, I would 
fucking hate them. Like, as you're saying, like, it's not all men, but it's too many men. It's, yeah, I think we need to like go off there. Like, but yeah, if you if you was if your your experience of men is in clubs, oh my god. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I found when I ran the campaign because a lot of queer women were talking about their experiences with men because mm. we are, I'm aware that women sexualize like women as well like women sometimes can be as worse as men and it's yeah. in this mm-hmm. campaign um, a lot of women were speaking out about their experiences were, which were predominantly men that were being the the main accuser. Um, mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of comments like, you're hating on men, you're doing this. And I'm like, we are literally just showing what is going on in the world. We the are facts. Not, yeah, we're not navigating the conversation. Yeah. We are allowing others to navigate the conversation. And even like queer women were coming to me and be like, you need to stop, like, because women do it too. And I'm like, yes, I'm aware. Like, we're not saying men, non, in mm. none of our graphics and none of the content we put out, we said men are the main accusers yeah. we allowed we did votes and I think 90% got men like we were just sharing what people were saying and I think sometimes people get really upset because it's like yeah it's not all men but it's enough men to make the problem um yeah oh right sorry oh my god it's gone again oh no <laughs> what are you just talking about sorry not all men. No, it's, it's not all men, but it's too many. <laughs> it's gone. Never mind. It's okay. <laughs> it was good as well. Oh, right. It's so easy. I do that all the time. It's so easy for... They wonder how easy it is and how common it is for lesbians to be viewed as man haters. Because that's it. Like, you're being attacked constantly. Why? Like, because they see it like, oh, I, I, was, I was just nice to you. Mm. Why are you so like touching yeah so quick to defend yourself like because you don't know that this happens about at least like twice a day in person and like maybe how many yeah. times online depending you know, yeah and they just don't see how common it is of course you're sick of it like no mm. it would be completely understandable for you to be a man yeah. at this point because you haven't had that many <laughs> good experiences with disclaimer they're all right like I'm not a great fan of them but I I don't know (laughs) but like I think I think it's an easy scapegoat almost to also say like oh lesbians hate men without actually approaching why why lesbians have ill feelings um and Mm. like like I don't know because I lesbians don't hate men they're just obviously sometimes uncomfortable around them of the experiences that they've had from experience yeah it's not Um, a random hate for them just because you don't want to have around them you're not attracted to them (laughs) Yeah, it's like I have male friends and I really get on with them, but it's like those men I know. If it's a strange man on the street, obviously I'm gonna cross mm-hmm. the road and not look at him and be on my phone. Like yes. it's just it's mm-hmm. ingrained into us as women. Um and that's why sometimes it's not being a queer woman, it's just being a woman and how mm-hmm. women are treated in society and that is amplified mm-hmm. sometimes. Um and that's probably the best way to like I like I try to talk to my mom about it and she's like, Yeah, I experienced this and I'm like, Yeah, but you experience it but there's just like there's that bit more Mm. where you don't see it going on um and it's it's trying to have those conversations and like making people realize that whilst lesbians are accepted sexualization repeat myself uh, my dad (laughs) asked me why i don't say hello to strangers on the street we went away in the summer and he said um that's like number one you teach the kids i know know, because we were out and um we were walking along with this nice like old man was walking past and he'd said hello to us a while ago we walked past him again, and I just looked down and carried on. And my dad was like, "Why are you so rude? Like, why aren't you like saying hello?" I'm like, "I do not engage with men I do not know when I'm yeah. at, I, at all because you should be proud of me, Dad. They're more likely to engage <laughs> with me. They're more likely to send me a look that makes me like put my keys between my hands. Like they don't. See oh, it. I do that all the time. I'm not going to yeah. start up a conversation with a strange man. I want to get away from him as quickly as possible. Yeah, I'm just praying that he. I also just think it. Yeah, I just think it's such a strange concept that men, like, when they watch porn, they see, like, two lesbians, they're like, oh, yeah, that's hot, but those two people aren't into you, like, fair enough, like, okay, if it's in the whole threesome scenario, which is the issue around porn that obviously is the main problem with the sexualisation, but when it's when people are like that about just two girls together like they're not into you how is that a good thing for you (laughs) it's one of these things like yeah I don't know if it's like the challenge almost like like it's very toxic um and I know like in the lesbian culture it's like oh I turned a straight girl gay it's like very much like that and that's toxic in itself Mm, because 
you shouldn't be thinking like that um but I think sometimes it's almost the challenge of like oh she's femi presenting so it's almost like she's I don't know it's like that femininity is for males so like they may be thinking oh she may be open to it um because whilst femi lesbians are like widely known I don't think it's understood as much as like because if you see a butch lesbian it's like oh yeah (laughs) and if you see a butch lesbian it's like oh they're definitely not into guys but why is that a definite and femi lesbians aren't it's like that very Mm. very confusing things about like self-expression um that I really struggled with um I went into a gay bar it was like my first week of like coming out going to a gay bar and I got told by a very butch woman that I would turn back straight um like within a week and I was like I'm sorry like who are you <laughs> yeah exactly it's not a um, problem. <laughs> yeah but it's, it's very much like appearances have a lot to a lot mm. to do with how society sees you as a queer woman um and almost your whole appearance can invalidate you I'm actually writing a piece about it um because like we got turned away from bars I've been like mocked by drag queens which was horrible mm. um for simply looking Ooh. like straight and it's yeah. like what does queer look like it's so confusing what kind of bad showing you to wear yeah. if you didn't take me seriously? Yeah. yeah, I have cut my hair and I hated it. I haven't like cut it short, but it's like above my tit and it used to be, that's the only way I can like t- <laughs> tell you the length. Yeah. Lesbian just to be taken seriously. Yeah. To be honest, I do love a flannel shirt though. I'll say that. Like a flannel shirt is <laughs> is a good one. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't know it's always going to be this thing where you have to navigate spaces like we've been on holidays and Ashton's been groped like a full-on tit grab whilst we were just walking along the pier we like that holiday was awful we got stalked like people men followed us it was horrible but that was because we were two women on our own they didn't realize like we weren't acting together um but imagine if we did, Jesus. I hate to think. Yeah. I'd hate to I think. think it's like, yeah. Whenever I go anywhere, obviously yeah. I always have my like six foot tall boyfriends with me. So I, I just in, like naturally felt safe just because I'm with this like taller man. But I never thought about going away. I don't think I'd be as comfortable going on holiday. Um, I have to get partner. really drunk yeah no I've done that it's not fun <laughs> I've I've I like to feel safe and kind of forget what's going on I get quite drunk and then that's obviously putting me in a vulnerable space yeah. but otherwise mm-hmm. I'm too anxious to actually leave the hotel yeah um and it's like a catch-22 kind of thing and Ashton hates it but I won't stay out past 10 o'clock which sounds really lame but we're two women in a foreign country I don't want to get in a taxi because I've heard all these horror stories and it's just like maybe mm-hmm. I'm too safe and maybe I'm too cautious but I've mm-hmm. had experiences that have made me this way um, yeah, I and I would never want to yeah. put myself in danger um, but it's just on one of those ASD things. Other, time. Yeah but other people aren't mm-hmm. and so other, people, <laughs> other people don't experience that it's just like my my journey in it um, has made me a bit cautious um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think this episode is a good time to highlight that if you are a man watching or a woman watching, you need to source your porn ethically. You need to stop going on Pornhub and having that, like, oh god, I can't think of her word now. I want to say monogamous, which is a complete misogyn. I'm getting my words wrong. Misogynistic porn that is like, yeah, made yeah. for men, made for male gaze. Like, you need to stop and because, yeah, if you, if you source it ethically and you get it and it's more real world porn, you're not going to grow up thinking like. Mm-hmm. these are these stereotypes that are just complete bullshit yeah and even but, if and yeah. even if you do watch whatever's like on Pornhub and stuff it's just like decompartmentalizing that that isn't mm. real life like that's yeah. that's just being made yeah for entertainment purposes it's not actually what a lesbian yeah. gets up to um and it's very much like if you want to watch that and if that's what you're doing no one will shame you for that it's just mm-hmm. they'll shame you for how you act and your actions yeah. after and if you bring mm-hmm. that into your real life world um that's when your problems are going to be having really it's like actors. video games they're acting yeah they're acting yeah. as lesbians they're acting for something they're acting so they get paid mm. you know yeah like gay for pay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's just what it's watching things on netflix like blind mana um matches just watching Mm. those films where it actually shows obviously it's a bit dated and it's like got a storyline behind it but it's just showing queer women in a relationship where there's no song and dance about it it's just love and Mm -hmm. that that's all it is at the end of the day it's just any relationship yeah oh i look oh did you watch blind mana 
Yeah, it's so nice. I was crying my eyes out. Honestly, yeah. Well, it's see. I hate horrors, but it's not that scary. I would just watch it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be so scary. It's this beautiful gay love story, and it's so emotional. I would love to watch the gay stuff, but I'm not sure that I want to be scared. I'll have nightmares. It's. It's not that okay. scary, if I'm honest. Like, I can't watch anything scary. And to be honest, I just put, like, a hood over my head or, like, a skip it on <laughs> yeah. a bit. Um, but honestly, at the end, when the it's hand came in... scary. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. It's okay. not, like, scary where you're, like... I could tell you the storyline and then you won't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need... I I've stopped being able to handle any scary films. Um, I think maybe the stress of... Like this pandemic, not that. When I think about 2020, I think it's been personally and like selfishly, it's been a great year. Um, but I don't know if underlying all of that, my body is actually like freaking out. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling good actually. My body inside is like, keep it together, keep it together. It's like that meme of that dog like sat in that fire and he's like, everything, everything, everything is fine. I feel, I feel great. Everything's great. Me that's on edge, but too on edge for me to be able to function watching a scary movie. Yeah, you're subconscious. Yeah, friends is on. If you need to cry, you need to watch that season. Yeah, honestly, it's it. Ashton made me watch it, like my girlfriend, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so <laughs> invested. <laughs> honestly, it was so, right, it was I'll so good. It go. Ugh, it's during the so day. good. Do it, do it. Honestly, I fancy them both yeah. so much. <laughs> oh, the one from well, you. we are hitting oh. like an hour. Sorry, we need sorry, to, sorry. we need to it tell. Sorry, we need to tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We need to tell the listeners, if they haven't heard of you before, where they can find you mm-hmm. and all okay. your accounts. <laughs> okay, so if you want to find me on my personal, it's Charles Summers UK. That's C-H-A-R-L Summers UK. Um, if you want to check out Unite, it's Unite under- Unite UK underscore one. Because Unite UK is actually taken by a Christian group, ironically. Um, I don't That's know. <laughs> I think it's like a Christian rock band. And I was like, what the hell? Um, so that's yes that's why the unscore one exists um and then if you go there you can oh let's talk jesus um and let's talk is on let's talk podcast i think but if you find my personal you'll find all those accounts um some rubbish at let's talk's instagram name for some reason i always get it wrong um so right if you put let's talk in it comes yeah yeah just it'll be there let's talk you'll find us yes mm-hmm. oh amazing thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me it's been lovely it's been great yeah we... i might have to label it sims and sexualization <laughs> yeah and no, that's fine like sexualization <laughs> of sims i don't know <laughs> yeah confused people i remember a like, confused team making my sims kiss girls and be like is this, is this right <laughs> this is me right now why are you like this is me actually i'm gonna like go off this and go make my sims kiss <laughs> My family That's will when I realised I was there. I'd be like, will they know? Will they know? Is this porn? <laughs> <laughs> when they're woohoo and you're like, there's nothing on my screen. <laughs> Are they making out on the sofa? <laughs> my mum's behind behind me. <laughs> oh, I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> oh, well, until next time, guys. Until Thank next you. Time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.